Do you know what happens when you have time off? You do stuff. You work on projects. And last week I was complaining about the fact that I'd moved my setup around here in, in my uh, workspace, my studio. I, I moved it around again. So you'll have to bear with me. Things will probably sound different or differenter or something. You're listening to Joe Public on the Public Record. It's Tuesday night. This is the last public record of 2020. Um, unless that meme that's been floating around where when the clock turns over at midnight on December 31st and the, the calendar moves to December 32nd, 2020. It was funny, but not funny, right? Anyway, so what am I doing tonight? What am I doing on the public record? Well, I was inspired. I thought, you know what? I've missed... And I mean, missed a lot of stuff, missed my friends. Um, but one of the things I've missed a lot this year has been live music. Um, I've seen almost none of it. Um, so to try and quench my thirst a little bit, thirst, I guess. Um, and I figured, you know, people might be able to be down with a, a little bit of live music. So I'm only playing live recordings or allegedly live recordings tonight. That's what's up on the public record. I'm Joe Public. Thank you for tuning in. I guess I better get to it. Get to it. I am just a cowboy Lonesome on the trail A starry night A campfire light The coyote call And the howling winds will So I'll ride out To the woods and down
this time and sing a sofa number this song this song is a song that you know we all ought to sing sometimes you know? this is the love crowd right we all love each other don't we am I right let me hear you say yeah I've been loving you too long to stop now. You were there, and you want to be. Growing stronger as you become. 
become a habit to me I've been loving you Oh, too long And I don't want to stop now That's Otis Redding from the Monterey Pop Festival. Uh, that is so. That's an example of a time where somebody's live performance is the thing that made them a star. Um, I mean, Otis Redding was he was going to be a star anyway, but that that gig um, that gig shot him through the roof and and justifiably so. It did for a lot of people too. Um, a lot of other people. It 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 was a well. Milestone event. Go look it up on Wikipedia. I, I'm not here to tell you. I'm not here to educate you, um, you, you folks. That's Otis Redding with Booker T and the MGs backing him up. I have a friend, actually, who's like really, really overly fond of the Blues Brothers, um, and he can, can constantly calls them the Blues Brothers Band because they're the guys who backed up Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi in that movie. Um, and every time he does it, I just like my, I just cl- clench my jaw. Like, no, that's Booker T and the MGs. Anyway, <laughs> before that, the Beatles. With I've got a feeling. Um, from live from the roof of Apple Records. 
as and you know to me that's one of the great live albums is is the the stuff that was recorded on the roof of apple for that film and that that record um and i'm actually i'm really excited the the um peter jackson has taken all of the raw footage that was shot for that film and he has created a new um documentary that's going to come out next year which i i am actually really excited about because i always felt like that original film was a huge disservice to not only the band but the fans um just because it told the story and it and it told the story from a very specific point of view and i think it was very cynically designed to try and sell records like to make people sad that the beatles had broken up and it was edited to tell that story, to tell the story of, of trauma and strife. And, and yeah, I mean, if you've been in a band, every band fights. And, and if you'd been in a band that was that high profile and that had, had that much attention focused on them, um, I think the fights would have been pretty epic when they happened. But um, I'd, always, I'd always heard um, and read that, that that was very much a skewed telling of that story. And that's not what happened while they were recording and uh, the Peter Jackson film is supposedly gonna set that one right. And I saw uh, saw the trailer for it. I uh, it was like a teaser, and it just looked like so much fun. So yeah, I like the Beatles. What are you gonna do about it? Um, before that, The Who from one of the greatest live albums um, of all time, Live at Leeds, with Young Man Blues. I remember. Um, so the the their version of that song from Woodstock is featured in uh, The Kids Are All Right in their The, the Who documentary, um, which uh, I, I think I probably watched uh, along with my best friend from high school. Like He had it on, on tape. He taped it off of like HBO or Cinemax or something like that. And um, I mean, we watched that thing over and over and over again. And to me, it was, it was the rock and roll Bible. Um, in particular, the the live performances, the clips from Woodstock, um, which were basically the same set that's on Live at Leeds. So, there you go. And started off with Thin Lizzy, cabaret song from Live and Dangerous. Um, that that one goes in the column of alleged live albums, because apparently there's just a ton of overdubbing that happened. Um, it's basically a studio record for all intents and purposes, but a great one. To me, the de- definitive versions of most of my favorite Thin Lizzy songs are on that record. So there you go. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. I'm doing live, live stuff, live live recordings, only live recordings tonight in this last show of 2020 um, because I miss live music. It, it like bums me out. Uh, I haven't gotten to play it other than a handful of times before everything went into lockdown. Um, and I haven't gotten to see any. So, yeah, it's a bummer. And and I wish it were different. <sighs> anyway, this is not about me. This is about this incredible music. And this is a great, great track. This next thing I'm going to try and play, if I can get my cursor into the right spot. Yes, I have it in the right spot. This is Aretha, Fla- Fra- this is Aretha Franklin. There you go. A little something that... Enjoy doing it. Tell me how. Can you get through? Can you get 
If you only knew you'd wish that you were in my shoes You just keep on using me
appreciate you. Appreciate y'all coming out in this ring. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. How about for the cats and the ladies? Nice folks. Deep people. <laughs> yeah, I love them. They're all crazy. I love them anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. One more time. One more time. One, two, one, two. I'm so 
That's Talking Heads with Making Flippy Floppy from Stop Making Sense. Um, if you have, if, if you're like a music fan, you haven't seen that movie. You like just stop whatever you're doing, go watch it. Um, if you're a musician, you haven't seen it. What's wrong with you? Anyway, before that was Bob Marley and the Whalers with Lively Up Yourself um, from a fantastic live album. Fantastic live album. Seriously. And before that, the immortal Bill Withers with Use Me. Um, That's one of those rare cases where you just, like, you don't want the song to stop. And clearly the audience did not want the song to stop either, so they kept going, and that's cool. That's, you know, it's rehearsed. They planned it that way, but it's still cool, damn it. And Aretha Franklin started us off with Love the One You're With. So funny story, funny personal story. So when I proposed to my wife, um, I proposed on a beach in Hawaii, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I get extra bonus points for that. Um, I get a demerit, though, for the fact that in the background, playing in the hotel bar behind us, um, was a cover band who, while I was proposing and she was accepting, was playing Love the One You're With. And that's been jokingly referred to as our song ever since and fortunately it's uh it is jokingly but still uh everyone pay attention to your surroundings <laughs> i am joe public you are listening to the public record i'm doing live 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 music only live music um why because there ain't none right now there just ain't none it's funny i'm i'm actually on a uh a group on Facebook for like folks who are in cover bands and it's interesting to see and they're they're all over the world and it's interesting to see um how people are dealing with their the fact that they can't go out and play and some people are you know and it's sort of a, it's a microcosm of the rest of the world where there's some people who are just like yeah well this sucks but you know what are you going to do Um, and then there's the people who keep trying to come up with clever ways to get around the rules. Right. Um, and it's, it's, that's maddening. It's like, folks, you're the reason why this isn't over yet. Knock it off. Uh, anyway, probably preaching to the converted. I don't know. Maybe somebody's listening to this who needed to hear that. Um, I'm not that in the mood to talk right now. I'm more in the mood to play some live recordings um this is from a great great live album called no sleep till hammersmith and it's a song that most people don't know and they should because it's fantastic and also um a little bit of a tribute to mr lemmy kilmeister who uh his birthday would have been uh on christmas so there you go This is Stay Clean.
You will not catch me playing the Allman Brothers Band very often. Uh, in fact, you may never, ever catch me playing the Allman Brothers Band again. But if I was going to play cuts off of live records tonight, I could not skip Live at the Fillmore East. The like it Easily the best thing that band ever did. Um, maybe the only thing they did that I don't hate, um, which is weird. Which is weird. I'm, I'm weirdly picky that way. Um, so there you go. I can't really explain it. It's, it's like, okay, so let's put it this way. It's like um, one of the best things about baseball is the fact that, and I know that's a random shift here, bear with me. One of the best things about baseball is it provides an opportunity for what I call a random hate on. Um, so I used to have this enormous random hate on for David Eckstein. Um, or not, no, not David. He was a good guy. Uh, Darren Erstad, Darren Erstad, the first baseman, um, before that center fielder for the Anaheim Angels. Um, just, I, uh, guy, I just, if he, if I saw him on my TV, I just uh, would like the words that came out of my mouth were not kind. Anyway, so yeah, and there was nothing rational about it. Like he's, he was a great player. Um, you know, fun to watch, you know, great asset for his team. Didn't really matter that his team wasn't my team. And it didn't, didn't matter. I love baseball, but I couldn't stand him. Just couldn't, could not bear to look at him. So for me, um, Almond Brothers Band is kind of like that. I just can't, I can't do it. Uh, other than Live at the Fillmore East, which I do like a lot, which makes no sense at all. I know. Irrational hate on. That's what that is. Uh, before that, Led Zeppelin with the Immigrant Song from How the West Was Won, which I like to call the record to prove to everybody that they really weren't as shitty a band as they seem to be in um, The Song Remains the Same. <laughs> oh, as a ki- like, as a kid, okay, I saw Song Remains the Same, Midnight Movie, uh, Southland, I think Southland Cinemas in Hayward, California, Midnight Movie, one with a bunch of my friends. Um, by that time, Zeppelin was broken up. Like, they'd been broken up for a year. The movie was playing. We knew this is the only way we were ever going to see Led Zeppelin is to watch this movie. And I just remember sitting there going, okay, maybe I don't care that they broke up. Maybe I don't care. <laughs> Later, come to find out, I had, had, a, had a good friend in college who had this massive archive of... Uh, live zeppelin bootlegs and he totally schooled me like he played stuff for me and i went whoa how come they're so bad on the song remains the same and he went oh bad night shouldn't have had cameras there whatever too much heroin for jimmy page i don't know uh just bad it was a bad bad set of gigs and they weren't on their game and they filmed it and yuck um but how the west was one is like this like gigantic documentary of the fact that yes, in fact, they were a crushingly fantastic live band. So there you go. Yeah, that's the deal with that. Before that, Ramones with Commando, a uh, minute and thirty-five seconds worth of it, and Motorhead with Stay Clean from No Sleep at Hammersmith. I am Joe Public. You are listening to the Public Record. We are a little more than halfway done here. Not that I'm counting time or anything like that. Heavens no. Nope, just doing the live thing, saying goodbye to 2020, hopefully. I mean, not like I want to not be around for 2021. I just 
And also, just because the calendar switches over, nothing's going to change, right? Y'all know that. It's going to still be the same world. All the same problems, the different dates. Still, it'd be good to write a different number down. I'm writing down the date. Again, Joe Public doing the live music thing. Here's a thing. So here's a live record that is um, esteemed amongst everyone pretty much because it should be. Um, I don't know. I've never played in a prison. I would imagine it's a, they're a tough crowd. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps dragging on But that train keeps a-rolling on down the San Antonio When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me From this prison If that railroad train was mine I bet I'd move it on A little farther down the line Far from Folsom Prison That's where I want to stay And I'd let that lonesome whistle Blow my blues away
That's some crowd noise. Ooh, hey, hey, turn the speakers down, dumbass. Um, <laughs> that's some crowd noise right there. That's the Rolling Stones live from Get Your Yaya's Out, the Midnight Rambler. I, you know, honestly, I think that might have been my first favorite uh, recorded live song. Yeah, I think I remember hearing that on the radio when I was like 12 and just going, whoa, that's cool. Who is that? And then it's like, oh, it's the Rolling Stones. And and I was stunned to find out that that was like the first, um, yeah, it was like the the first time that they, they had had that sound out on a record. Because that's from basically just after um, Brian Jones's 
left and uh, been replaced and by Mick Taylor. And yeah, and that's so there's all kinds of cool stuff going on on that that song. The rest of the album is not that great though because I remember like it was one of the first records I bought and it it's it's not so good. Did not uh, did not live up to that one track. Anyway, uh, before that, Muddy Waters with I'm Your Hoochie Coochie Man. And Jerry Lee Lewis did Good Golly Miss Molly from uh, Live at the Star Club in Hamburg. That's a great record, by the way. If you like Jerry Lee Lewis, but you you like want the recordings to be a little bit better, that's that's the one to go for because it's got a lot of a lot of stuff that you will enjoy hearing from him, and and it's recorded really well and it's really punchy and fun. Um, although I think I I strongly suspect um, one of two things or both at the same time are happening there. Um, either he is just wasted, or he is moving around so much that he he can't keep his uh his mouth moving straight because he just does blah 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 blahs through the words on a number of songs on that album but it's still fun still and and kills it on the piano and johnny cash started that set off with Folsom prison blues like i said uh before i played it i i never played in a prison i imagine it's not a good crowd like it's a tough crowad to win over <sighs> i'm joe public You're listening to the public record uh, I got like a quarter of a show left to do here and, and I'm going to do it with this live music thing. Um, I would be remiss playing live music, live records. Um, if I didn't play this next song, because this, this next song is like only a thing that they did live, never recorded in the studio to my knowledge anyway. And, um, and, and it was, uh, it, it was played everywhere. Ah, 
this is something else of our Light Sound album. Something called Love to Love.
I kind of had to play that. Little Peter Frampton there from the most successful live record ever, if I'm not mistaken. Frampton Comes Alive, which, rumor has it, isn't really all that much of a live album. It allegedly was recorded at Winterland in San Francisco, but the but the skinny is it was actually recorded uh, in front of a very small audience at the plant in Sausalito um, in their big old live room. So who knows um there you know it doesn't it honestly doesn't matter like because it was performed live and so you know it's not as much of a a fake live record as oh i don't know the ufo record that i played before that uf uh strangers in the night that was love to love and and there's big chunks of that that are live but but honestly there's also like huge chunks of that that were overdubbed in the studio uh before that kiss black diamond from kiss alive um i mentioned otis redding actually making a career from being alive from a specific live performance um that record made kiss alive made kiss um prior to that record coming out nobody cared they couldn't give their records away they were regarded as a pretty impressive live band but uh they couldn't give their records away and that one sold gangbusters and made them rock stars and allowed them to do all kinds of crazy crap that they continue to do to this day well some of them continue to do to this day and started it off with cheap trick ain't that a shame um another freaking great live band that uh was not done justice by their studio records um their debut album's really great, but but um, he- Heaven Tonight and In Color really didn't reflect the sound of the band, and so that was uh, that was a, a big oomph to them. Live at Budokan coming out, um, which wasn't even supposed to be released in the United States. If you're a Cheap Trick fan, you know all this stuff. But but if you're not, um, Live at Budokan was supposed to only be released in Japan. And a DJ in um, probably Ohio, <laughs> it's either Ohio or Illinois, got a hold of a copy and started playing it on the radio. And, and it became an often requested hit. And the uh, record label hurried up and released uh, the record in the U.S. Also, lots of overdubs on that one. But that they, they get a pass on that one. The story goes that um, it was a board tape so from the mixing desk and because um tom peterson was his stage volume was so loud they actually weren't even putting him through the mains so he wasn't on the recording so he had to overdub um and then since he was overdubbing rick nielsen decided he needed to get in on the fun too which is why there's like three more guitars on that song than there were in the band ever playing <laughs> but it's still a great record you know and it gives it that magic of feeling feeling live anyway i'm joe public i'm talking too much i got a couple more songs to play and then i'm gonna get the heck out of here um have a happy new year i hope have a safe one um don't go to any parties please just don't like stay home stay home let's get over this thing um i remember tuning in to uh mtv at a friend's house and seeing the concert film that this was taken from and i'm going to play this and one more song and then i'm out i'm not coming back on the mic 
So have a great new year. I'm Joe Public. This is the Public Record. This is you too.
Happy. 